Welcome to the first episode of the Franchise Sports Baseball Podcast. I'm Joe, and I'm joined by Sam. Hi. Say, hello. So, so uh, what, what are we going to cover then? Um, I don't know. I thought you had the list. To be honest. Oh yeah, that's true. Right. So I guess we should probably talk about Harper and Mercado at some point, but you know, yeah, let's avoid that for a while because that's it? all anyone talks about. Um, yeah. So should we start off with the news from start yesterday? The yesterday stuff or the outdate stuff? Let's go with yesterday. Let's go with Adam Ottavino. All right. So he was signed for three years by the Yankees. Twenty-seven Thoughts. million. It's 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 like one of those that's. A, I think mean, it's a lot of like uncertainty really with Ottavino. Um. I mean, or I think there's a chance that he is very good again but also you know it's it's almost a one-off year last year yeah 2017 he had an era over five but i think he's one of these guys who did tweak stuff so there's probably more reason to believe it'll um hold and it's also one of these deals that it's like if it's the rays committing that money to someone i think it's insane but when it's the yankees it's like 27 million yeah. over three years isn't going to kill them. It's not even going to stop them really doing anything. Um, it's, it seems like quite a low-risk move for them to me. It's kind of like... Yeah. Because yeah, if I it guess. comes off, that bullpen is absolutely terrifying. Like, you've got... Chad Green would be their fifth best relief pitcher. Yeah. And I guess uh, for the Yankees, nothing's really a risk, is it? Well, maybe no. like... Harper or Mercado would be a risk. No, if they went wrong, but like, you know, twenty-seven million. Even if they just release him in like a month, they don't really care yeah. about that. Yeah, and it's worth it, I think, for the possibility that he's the pitcher he was last year. I think it's thirteen strikeouts per nine, which uh, is just filth, absolutely disgusting. And that's with, um, I remember this from my article yesterday. Basically, the the only pitchers pretty much who struck out more batters than him. Well, two of them are in the same bullpen as him now. And like Josh Hader and Corey Knebel, and that's about it. I yeah. might have got that wrong. I think there might have been a couple of others, but like that's that's pretty scary. And then they've got Zach Britton as well. Yeah, I think we'll see very quickly whether he is going to be the same pitcher or not. Yeah. To be honest. Because he has actually had success previously. Like... Here we go. Yeah, 2014 was pretty good. 2013, 2014, he was really good. But his strikeout numbers just exploded last year. And you'll be able to see straight away whether he's going to keep that up, really. Because that's yeah. a big thing. Yeah, that's pretty much the big thing there, isn't it? Is if he keeps anything near that rate. Because um, that is just scary high. Um, and the the thing with it is, is it's only 27 millions, not that much. I think that it's basically comparable to Kelvin Herrera's contract. Yeah, I think he's okay. a a really good fit for the Yankees. But I'm not sure the sort of guy you'd get if you're, you know, is like your one or two guy in the bullpen. No. He could potentially be a ridiculous, like, fourth best or something, but... I don't think he's someone you want to be building your bullpen around if, for like a contending team. 
no sure no definitely quite the there's not quite the reliability of the um you know his stats in previous years my thing with him as well though for the al east is that the red sox currently don't really have a bullpen um so they lost joe yeah. kelly and they obviously are not interested in signing craig kimbrell which i think is sensible and the yankees have this I think that currently looks like the thing that's going to swing it. I mean, all the talk about Harper and Machado for the Yankees has kind of been a distraction from the, the bullpen. Like, was pretty shaky even when they beat the Yankees in the playoffs last year. But they they had to put yeah. starters in the pen for that to work. That's the thing. There's whenever a team wins the World Series, well, and like the like the Red Sox did quite comfortably, really in the end. There's always a talk of them building a dynasty. But I cannot see that happening at all with this Red no. Sox team. Last year was their definite peak. Like their bullpen that was already a weakness is, well, they're basically building it from scratch next year, aren't they? Yeah, none I don't the, see none of their they... reliable guys are still there. No, um, and I, I would be pretty surprised as it stands if the Yankees don't win the division, because. Um, the Red Sox roster just doesn't look that good and the, that yeah. bullpen is concerning like even if they make the playoffs you look at the teams that succeed in the postseason now they have a deep bullpen at least and yeah. often they have a couple of these superstar guys even like Mookie Betts isn't going to be as good is he I don't think he's... no I think he might be like a top 10 MVP guy or even top 5 but yeah, I mean well I'd expect him to be that good but he's not going to be you know the obvious MVP Again. Yeah, I mean, that was just stupid. Um, and JD, like, maybe he's that good all the time, but like, that was insane yeah. what he did last year. Um, but then they got a World Series for it, so it's also like... It's, that is the thing with with that, isn't it? Is they're, they're in this position, like, the prospects they traded away and stuff when they were building this team last year. They're not going to have many, well, high um, high ceiling young players coming through. But, you know, maybe it doesn't matter. Yeah. They did well, it. it. Yeah, you look at them like uh, the Cubs are in that spot a bit, although I, I still think the Cubs went OTT with their prospect usage. Or like the Giants right now, it's like, yeah, they might be really, really bad for a few years, but also, you know, who cares? And then there's the, the different situation where you look at the Dodgers. The Dodgers at the moment, having trade, made some sort of extend our window moves, Um like with the the Puig deal, and you're kind of, the thing is if they'd won the game seven against the Astros, it's suddenly like well they got their ring, but they didn't. So it's yeah. kind of it changes the whole dynamic. Is baseball is a huge sample size sport, but ultimately when it comes down to the playoffs, it does matter if you won the World Series or not. Yeah, it does. That's basically the ultimate aim. And when when you don't make it, then suddenly all the all the deals you did to try and win short-term deals look really bad yeah like exactly a few and years ago the chapman deal being the obvious one yeah if they hadn't won the world series and if anything he was a hindrance <laughs> more than yeah. help in the postseason and you know that was a bad deal when you look at actually the results they got from him that was not a particularly good deal like the the cubs since then haven't really been one of the top teams in baseball 
and part of it's actually been their, their bullpen. It's like they, they didn't even re-sign yeah. him. That's what made that even worse. Because, I mean, that Chapman contract isn't good, but, you know, <laughs> if they'd at least had him in the next couple of years, it might have helped. But it's like they literally got three months out of him, including the Rajoy Davis home run. Like, yeah. I mean, that that's not it. For Gloiber Torres, for God's sake. Gloiber yeah, Torres now is now like... Possibly I think we'll, the second best, second baseman. Well, yeah, I think we'll, we'll probably move on to that at some point. The the top tens in each position. And I think he's one of the players with the best claim to that. Like, yeah. man, that, that's not a good trade, lads. And potentially could be much more. Yeah. Um, right, so I think we've we've sufficiently talked about the Yankees that's that's probably enough for them well uh so what should we do they're next? always going to come up with that and the Yankees are going to come up in any conversation yeah because just it's any the... free agent it's going to be oh the Yankees could get them yeah they, they could just link to everyone just have a 500 million dollar payroll with whoever they want on their roster but you know uh yeah. so okay let's let's stick with the Yankees briefly because we're going to have to talk about Manny Ricardo at some point so let's do it now Oh, that's that's the yeah. Thing is with that though, is, haven't they basically said they're out? Yeah, but I guess the question is, um, where would you go if you were him? All things equal, what all, what money all equal and stuff? Yeah, if it was like a basketball, an NBA yeah. sort of free agency move. Yeah. Um, it's a good question. There's, well, the only realistic ones it seems are like Philadelphia, White Sox, possibly the Yankees. I'd probably the White Sox, to be honest. Yeah, I think the because of how god awful the White Sox have been, you can only really be a hero there at the moment. It's like if they are even above 500 because Machado hits 40 home runs. Yeah, and on his long contract, they're going to get better. I still think with the Phillies that like they don't look like they're set for a long window here. Yeah, they've they've messed up already, haven't they? So barring like... barring the Trout thing that people keep sort of flirting with, which I don't really see happening, um, there's a chance that the Phillies you're kind of looking at them and it's a bit like shrug in a couple of years still. Um, and at the Yankees, well, the New York press is difficult. Ask Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. Bryce Harper though, he's he might still uh, go to Philadelphia. My, it seems like they're the favourites. Yeah, and they need him, don't they? They really, really need him. Yeah, they need him. This seems like just to be competitive. In the East yeah, at the moment, I, think. I think if you add Harper, they're still not the best team in the in the least. Um, no, the lineup is just too too many holes All yeah guys I, that if i was be... harper i'd be tempted by going back to the nationals yeah i think that um, that's i think that'd be the best outcome it's what i'd prefer to be honest yeah I'd, I'd really like to see that lineup with him potentially robles being good and soto and then the, that like horrible horrible front three of their rotation um so i don't know yeah the phillies Phillies almost have like what like two or three good hitters and then a load of around average hitters, round league yeah. average. 
all these young guys that are meant to come up and uh, be the you know the next like dynasty. They, well, most of them arrived now, and they're not very good. Yeah, and they've not even been around for a the, couple of years, and they're still just not good. Yeah, well, you're looking at like McCutcheon, Hoskins, and Segura. They're three best hitters, unless I'm forgetting someone. Yeah. Segura and McCutcheon, who are both aging, to say the least. Yeah, I, I don't see that that's that three as your big three is going going anywhere. And you add, you add Bryce Harper. Yeah, that's that's a good lineup, but it's yeah, not deep needs, either, like you say. It's like what? I feel like they've just not made good moves. Um, they're going to spend their way out of it, though. Two years. Yeah, they're, well, yeah, they're basically going to uh, going to do the Yankees, aren't they? Or the old Yankees, maybe. Because it yeah, seems I... like the, the Yankees now are just not... They don't do stupid stuff anymore. They're well run and have a massive payroll, which is going to be scary for everyone else. Yeah, and... And this spending on relief pitches at the moment is also kind of the way to go, but not spending on like, let's say the foolish relief pitcher option, which is like Kimbrel, and take the guys who are the big name relief pitchers. I mean, Ottavino's like not unknown, I know, but yeah, it's smart stuff. Um, I I think the Phillies are going to be interesting because I'm pretty sure they get they will get at least one of Harper and Machado just because the market doesn't seem to be there for them. It's a case of like how much they're going to pay, though. I think they are desperate enough right now that they will outbid anyone. Yeah, but also they've they've let a couple of guys go, haven't they? That they, I felt like they really needed, like Patrick Corbin. Yeah, supposedly outbid by the Nationals on him. And you know, looking at that rotation, despite like the good start they had last year. It's not. Doesn't fill you confidence really. I mean, apart from Aaron Nola, the rest of them are like average at best, and quite likely to be worse than that. Most of the young guys. Yeah, it's it's pretty hard to see how they. You add Harper and Machado, and I I think they're no they're still not like my clear cut favourites for the division then. Yeah, um, it's really ridiculous the the situation they seem to be in at the moment. I mean, yeah, could've, we could, of course, be completely wrong when the season starts, but just doesn't feel like they, their team has improved since. Unless like, they get a breakout from someone, maybe ago. like yeah, but that seems unlikely. There's no there's nothing to suggest that at the moment. Yeah, there's, that's that's the main problem. Really, is there's not candidate I mean in the rotation one of these guys who had a good start I know one of those could start being more consistent like Pavetta and Eflin one of those guys if they could be consistent then that would make a big difference but like in the lineup there's not really much sign of any of them having a breakout like Cesar Hernandez been around for quite a few years now I think how many is it he is what he is, isn't he? He's going to walk a lot. He's not going to hit for much power. Been right around average. Yeah. He's, 
he's okay, basically. Yeah. Um, Decent defender, but that's that's about it. He's not. And then you've you've got Herrera, who had that absolutely crazily good start to the season and ended up with a very ordinary stat line. I mean that that's not it, is it? That's not going to get it done. No, that's the, with that. It feels like it's not something you can rely on either, is it? No. It's like you can't really rely on him to have a streak like that again. No. It just went completely the other way afterwards. So he had a 6-2-2 OPS in the second half of the season. Um, which is, that's just not it, is it? Like, that is something and it's definitely not it. That's not going to get it done. Um, and and he's, an, he's an okay defensive centre fielder. That's, that's fine. But... Uh, yeah, they, it's basically that they've come out of a rebuild and they're not in the position you should be post-rebuild. <laughs> that's the really right. concerning thing. Uh, right, that's probably enough on the Phillies, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Let's let's change the conversation. Because we could talk about what the Phillies have done wrong for, even, like, yeah. for weeks. At least, but maybe that can be for for future episodes. Yeah. There's, not, there's too much to say. <laughs> for one episode you could do a, a Phillies took the wrong turn like series probably yeah should we have a should we have we got anything else on your list uh, I, was, I thought the uh, MLB Network top 10 rankings uh, okay so the, the two main talking points were the top of third base because the position is just loaded and who have the best second baseman not called Jose Altuve, which is very competitive at the moment. Yeah, basically there's a massive drop-off is the thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite an interesting spot at the moment because you've got a combination of guys coming up, like so where you've got Torres, and then you've got Whit Merrifield that's sort of underrated and has played in other positions, um, but is in a small market on a bad oh, team. I forgot about Whit Merrifield, to be honest. And then you've got veterans um, like Cano and Daniel Murphy, if he counts as a second baseman. Yeah, he's not. He's not a second baseman anymore, is he? I don't think. Oh, yeah, I think be. you have to actually field the ball occasionally near the yeah. second base. As I wrote actually in uh, my article when he signed for the Rockies, it's he's he's not a second baseman anymore. I don't think you can count him in that category. He just if you try and play him at second base regularly, he's going to be do more damage with his glove than he's going to help you with his bat, I think. Yeah. However good he is at hitting, almost. So let's, should we start with second then? Who would you yeah. go for post below Altuve, assuming you're not going to pull out some slightly insane ESPN talk show take and say Jose Altuve is not the best second baseman? Um. I, no, I reckon he is. I reckon he probably is at the moment. But wow, controversial stuff on the first reckon... podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you said Whit Merrifield actually. I'd actually forgotten he existed, to be honest. And you know, I reckon it's him. I reckon I'm, it might be him. I'm pretty big on Whit Merrifield. Um, the only thing is, oh no, he played. I thought he played more outfield last year than he actually did he had 39 games in the outfield I thought it was the other way around he had 108 a second so he still counts the second baseman yeah um, I I quite like the Whit, Whit, Whit Merrifield shout but uh, 
I'm really tempted by saying Glyvis Torres. Um, yeah. Because I, I just like in that 820 OPS. The thing is, Glyber Torres, though, is I know he's played a little second, but I feel like he should be playing short, to be honest. Well, maybe he will when Troy Tulowitzki gets injured for the whole season, yeah. like on the second day of spring training. I hope so, because I think he could he could turn into like a Francisco Lindor type of player, like that caliber. I feel like, like we, we must be forgetting a second baseman though, surely. There must be other better ones than this. I think Robinson Cano is the other one. I think it's between those three. Well, it's probably someone else now said that, but you know. So who's it, who I've got in my mind at the moment? It's Whit Merrifield, Gleyber Torres, and Robinson Aussie Owlboys. Oh shit, yeah. Uh, Only a, a 757 OPS last season. Uh, but he's obviously a great defender. I'd say he's top five at the moment. Yeah. I yeah, I don't think he's I still don't think he's as good as Whit Merrifield. Actually, no. No, Whit Merrifield quite... actually, looking at his stat line now, he might be one of the more under players in baseball. What Merrifield? Yeah. I agree. I was about to say I'm very surprised that the Royals have not been actively trying to move him. They should be, but then there are many questions about what the Royals are actually doing. I mean, his value must be pretty high. Yeah, he's basically like a like a 300 hitter who is like league leader in stolen base area. Yep. He's also incredibly valuable because you're probably not going to have to pay him big time because he's 30. Well, yeah. he's 30 in six days at the time of recording. Um but he's not a free agent until 2023. So you're going to get him cheap. And then after that, it's not going to be like we're losing. There's a good chance he's going to have dropped off by the time he hits. Yeah. Because of MLB's system that kind of screws you for breaking through late. Yeah, the stupid system that is arbitration and uh, rookie salaries. But yeah, that's my shout. Who are you going for? Uh, I'd, I'd really quite like to not say Whit Merrifield, but yeah, I think I've got to. I mean, 367 on base percentage, 45 stolen bases. 45, man, that's a lot. Yeah. He came 17th in MVP last year, I didn't realise that. And even though you have the whole um, the whole Moneyball thing that happened, of you shouldn't steal any bases. Uh, because no one does now, I don't know if you saw actually the um I think Alex Rodriguez tweeted something uh the other day. Um about this. That now that everyone has basically gone the moneyball way where no one steals bases anymore. It's all about strikeouts and home runs. By you have to kind of do something different because everyone else does that. I mean when Moneyball was successful, it was because Nobody did that. Yeah. Walk strikeouts, home runs. So by doing that, you're doing something different. So now, if you're a, a small market team, you need to, um, you know, you, I think you need some of that to be successful. Like not striking out and stealing bases and stuff. Because, I mean, e even though when you 
don't steal a base, it's like, you know, terrible. It basically kills your inning. On the other hand, if you can if you can be reliable in it, it is a ridiculous tool to have. Yeah, it's still very effective and it it's like the reason, as you said, Moneyball is successful because you're doing something different. The small market teams, if they play the same game as the rich teams, are gonna always lose. If you're all trying to just walk or hit a home run, the Yankees can get better people at doing that than the Rays can. Yeah. Um, so, like yeah. the opener thing, it's the if you're a small market team, you can't compete. You, there's no way you're going to compete by trying to play the big boys at their own game. No. You've got to change the game or do something different. Exactly. So we we agreed on Merrifield for second. Who would yeah. you go after that? At second. Yep. Um, oh. Maybe it might be Robinson Cano. I was going to go Robinson Cano. Just going to have a look. I mean, despite the steroid stuff. But has how much did he play after the steroids actually last year? He's not played much, has he? But I guess it sort of remains to be seen how good he is after the Yeah, when he's not on drugs, basically. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh the longevity oh, thing as well, I think, is the uh, with Glover Torres, I mean his stats last year are very, very good. And I I think he's got the potential to be something really special, but Still, only one year. I think it's difficult to say you're like one of the best already after one year. Almost like however good you are, nearly. I agree. I'd have. I think I'd definitely. Well, I'd obviously have Albies and Torres in my top ten, and if they have another good season each, then yeah, then they're they... top five, maybe top three. Um, but I'd take Cano. I'd take the longevity that you sort of know what you're going to get barring some collapse post-drugs. <laughs> um, and also, I, I just quite like... I'd take the Hall of Famer. Thanks. Yeah. I, um, I think Cologne's going to be pretty good for the net, for the Mets this year. Um, there's probably best they don't think about in a few years, but, you know... Yeah. On that that's note, fine. Uh, we might have to wrap up. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Everyone's had too much of this already. Yeah. Um, I suppose we'll do another one next week. Yeah. Maybe or whenever there's stuff to talk about yeah which there might be which if is, anything happens in free agency if there isn't uh, we'll always find something to talk about when it comes to baseball yeah we'll just look at someone's baseball reference page and talk about that so so that's good right thanks for listening um, have a look at the website if you haven't yeah franchisesports.co.uk and uh, see you next time bye